This is Capricorn FM podcast. And it's Ray two six five four two double four six. Sibako na wuri bamu two senga ina yombuzo naaba naayo. This lesson is proudly brought to you by Kahiso Trust in partnership with the Limpopo Department of Education and Capricorn FM. Kahiso Trust overcoming poverty. Tambo and Dizabo Botichere. Okay. Uh, kind learners, we are just continuing from Wednesday's lesson. We start off with activity three. Are you ready? A bullet with a mass of one to zero grams is fired to the right from a rifle of mass six kilograms. The bullet's velocity as it leaves the barrel of the rifle is 350 meters per second. The question is, calculate the recoil velocity of a rifle. Let us solve this question together. This is an example of an explosion. Before firing, the rifle is stationary and the momentum is zero. So the total momentum both before and after the rifle is fired is zero. Commandment number one. Take this one because I want to repeat it as we are progressing with our lesson. Thou shall make a sign convention. This is very important. In this case, we take to the right as the positive direction. Step one, list the data as follows. VRI, that is the initial velocity of the rifle, equals VBI, that is the initial velocity of the bullet, equals VI equals zero. VBF, the final velocity of the bullet, equals positive 350 meters per second. MR, that is the mass of the rifle, equals 6 kilograms. MB, mass of the bullet, equals 0,12 grams, kilograms. The target or unknown variable is VRF, the final velocity of the rifle. Step two, let us pick an equation. Forget you not that momentum is conserved. Therefore, we write sigma, that is the summation sign, pi equals sigma pf. Therefore, open bracket, mr plus mb, close bracket, vi equals mr vrf plus mb vbf. Step three, write down the known values into the equation. Therefore, open bracket, 4 plus 0,12, close bracket, open bracket, 0, close bracket, equals, open bracket, 6, close bracket, VRF, plus, open bracket, 0,12, close bracket, open bracket, plus 350, close bracket. Simplification gives us 0 equals, open bracket, 6 close bracket VRF plus 4242. A little algebraic manipulation gives us VRF equals negative 7 meters per second. The second physics commandment thou shalt paraphrase. Thou shalt paraphrase. Let us paraphrase. The velocity of the rifle is 7 meters per second to the left. Don't forget to have chosen to the right as positive direction. The opposite, negative, is to the left. Step four, check each line quickly for making sense. 
correct rounding off as per instruction number 10, which says round off your final numerical answers to a minimum of two decimal places. And for correct units, write a force of the same magnitude but acting in the opposite direction, that is the recoil force, acts on the rifle during firing. As predicted by Newton's third law of motion, because a bullet is a small and a less massive object, it experiences a greater acceleration, hence a greater change in velocity. Types of collisions. Collisions are categorized as being either elastic or inelastic, depending on whether or not kinetic energy is conserved. Type 1, an elastic collision. An elastic collision is one in which the total kinetic energy as well as momentum of the system is the same before and after the collision. Type 2, an inelastic collision is one in which the total kinetic energy of the system is not the same before and after the collision, even though the momentum of the system is conserved. Exam style question regarding types of collisions. Distinguish between elastic collisions and inelastic collisions by calculations, e.g. determine by means of appropriate calculations whether the collision is elastic or inelastic, full stop. The response must follow the steps here under. Step 1. Calculate the sum of the kinetic energies of all objects before the impact. That is sigma EKI, that is the total kinetic energy initially, equals half M1V1I squared plus half M2V2I squared. Step 2. Calculate the sum of the kinetic energies of all objects after the impact. That is sigma EKF, that is the total final kinetic energy, equals half M1V1F squared plus half M2V2F squared. Step 3. Compare the answers in steps 1 and 2. 3.1. If the total kinetic energy before equals the total kinetic energy after, then the collision is elastic. 3.2. If the total kinetic energy before equals the total kinetic energy after. If the total kinetic energy before is not equal to the total kinetic energy after, then the collision is inelastic. Look, for the collision to be elastic, kinetic energy must be conserved. If kinetic energy is not conserved, then the collision is inelastic. In some inelastic collisions, some EK is converted into other forms, such as heat, sound, etc. Note well, it is not always true to say the total kinetic energy before is less than the total kinetic energy after during inelastic collisions. What about in explosions? Think twice. For an elastic collision, V1i, that is the initial velocity of body 1, minus V2i equals 
V2F minus V1F. This equation is not given in the formula sheet. Therefore, with some likely algebra, we can derive it. Write down half M1 V1 I squared plus half M2 V2 I squared equals half M1 V1 F squared plus half M2 V2 F squared. Now let us cancel the factor half. We therefore have M1 V1 I squared plus M2 V2 I squared equals M1 V1 I squared plus M2 V2 F squared. Rewrite it by gathering terms with a subscript 1 on the left and a 2 on the right. So we have M1 V1 I squared minus M1 V1 F squared equals M2 V2 F squared minus M2 V2 I squared. Factoring both sides of this equation gives open bracket V1 I minus V1 F close bracket. Open bracket V1 I plus V1 F close bracket equals M2 open bracket V2 I minus V2 F close bracket. Open bracket V2 I plus V2 F close bracket. Mark it equation 1. Also, write down M1 V1 I plus M2 V2 I equals M1 V1 F plus M2 V2 F. Now let us separate terms containing M1 and M2. Therefore, M1 V1 I minus M1 V1 F equals M2 V2 F minus M2 V2 F. Therefore, M1 open bracket V1 I minus V1 F close bracket equals M2 open bracket V2F minus v, V1F close bracket equals M2 open bracket V1F minus V2F close bracket. Mark it equation 2. Write. To obtain our final result, we divide equation 1 by equation 2. V1I plus V1F equals V2F plus V2I. Now, let us rearrange terms once again so as to have initial quantities on the left and final quantities on the right. V1I minus V2I equals V2F minus V1F. This equation is used only for elastic collisions. Let's now see the relationship between momentum and kinetic energy. Relationship between momentum and kinetic energy. Write down the formula for kinetic energy and momentum. That is E sub K equals half MV squared and P equals MV. Both quantities EK and P depend on mass and velocity. Therefore, EK equals half MV squared equals half MV dot V. That is MV multiplied by V equals half MV is momentum. So MV is substituted by P. So we end up with half PV. Multiply by 2 on both sides, we have 2EK equals PV. 2EK equals PV. Now we can see that when given EK and P, we can calculate V. Also, we can calculate the mass of the object. 
let us go through this activity activity four the kinetic energy of a moving object is five four zero joules the kinetic energy of a moving object is five four zero joules and its momentum is nine zero kilograms meters per second to the right and its momentum is nine zero kilograms meters per second to the right 4.1 define in words the term momentum as applied in physics define in words the term momentum as applied in physics to max the response is momentum is the product of the object's mass and its velocity momentum is the product of the object's mass and its velocity 4.2 calculate the calculate the 4.2.1 velocity of the object velocity of the object 4.2.2 mass of the object mass of the object let us solve the two problems together 4.2.1 ek equals half mv squared that is the starting point ek equals half open bracket mv close bracket v equals half pv as derived above therefore let us remove and replace we remove ek we replace it with 540 equals we remove p we write 90 then we multiply by v listen carefully it is 540 equals we have half multiply by 90 multiply by v right from there we make v subject of the formula we have 540 divided by 45 half of 90 right what then will be the answer from your calculator you get something like 12 right was that is to the right the velocity is 12 meters per second to the right 422 our equation is p equals mv therefore let us remove p replace it by 90 equals m we remove v replace it by 12 making m subject of the formula we have 90 divided by 12 which will give us from the calculator 90 over 12 there you are activity 5 explain with reference to net force and change in momentum why car manufacturers design cars that will be brought to rest rather than rebound during a collision explain with reference to net force and a change in momentum why car manufacturers design cars that will be brought to rest rather than rebound during a collision okay let us respond to the question the response is listen attentively the net force experienced by the car is directly proportional to the change in momentum of the car cars that rebound during a collision experience a greater change in momentum and therefore experience a greater net force this may lead to more damage to the car and increase the chance of fatality 
to the driver and passengers. Activity 6. An unfortunate bird accidentally collides. An unfortunate bird accidentally collides head on with a car traveling due east and dies instantly. Six point one. How does the force that the bed exert on the car compare to the force exerted by the car on the bed? How does the force that the bed exert on the car compare to the force exerted by the car on the bed? State only greater than, less than, or equal to. Explain the answer. Three marks. Let us respond to the question. The response is equal to. Let us explain. According to Newton's third law of motion, the force that the bed exerts on the car is equal in magnitude, but opposite in direction to the force that the car exerts on the bed. Uh, 6.2. How does the change in the momentum of the car compare to the change into the momentum of the bed? How does the change in the momentum of the car compare to the change in the momentum of the bed? Write down only greater than, smaller than, or equal to. Explain the answer. Our response is equal to. Let us explain. Momentum of the system is conserved during the collision. Thus, change in momentum bed, that is delta P bed, equals negative delta P car. That is, the change in momentum of the bed is equal in magnitude but opposite in direction to that of the car. Uh, question 6.3, before we pause for a break... Let us just write the question. We'll continue thereafter. That is after break. Which one, car or bed, experiences the greater acceleration? Briefly explain the answer. Which one, car or bed, experiences the greater acceleration? Briefly explain the answer. Three marks. And we are breaking now. What you can do, if you do have questions, WhatsApp those questions to 082 Put it here, eh? How far is it going? And you could even calculate our Ayakushumanga month. This is Capricorn FM, uh, Limbo's hottest uh, frequency, the pioneers of uh, progress. Uh, to all the grade 12 learners in Limpopo, Kahiso Trust has uh, partnered with the Limpopo uh, Department of Education to bring you radio lessons on Capricorn FM to limit the impact of uh, the lockdown on the school calendar. So, as you know, 
parikamos ni nambuzi so ni kwenye kubuti sabo na zungwezi nye azikoto fuka zwabuti chifengande the pioneers of progress are bringing uh, lessons to your very doorstep to all the grade 12 learners in limpopo kakiso trust has partnered with the limpopo department of education to bring you radio lessons live on capricorn fm continue with the lesson that uh, he has in store for us uh, today kakiso trust overcoming poverty tambo okay. kids on we continue with 6.3 the question is, which one car or bed experiences the greater acceleration? Briefly explain the answer. Let us respond to the question together. During the collision, both the car and the bed experience forces of equal magnitude. This is in keeping with Newton's said law of motion. From Newton's second law of motion, F sub net equals MA, we have F net bed equals negative F net car. And acceleration is inversely proportional to mass. Therefore, the bed with a smaller mass experiences a greater acceleration 6.4 explain why the impulse of the car on the bed equals and opposite to the impulse of the bed on the car three marks explain why the impulse of the car on the bed equals and opposite to the impulse of the bed on the car the response is when the car and the bed collide f bed on car equals negative f car on bed right this is in accordance with newton's said law of motion but delta t is naturally the same for both bodies therefore F net bed on car dot delta T equals negative F net car on the bed dot delta T. F net bed on the car dot delta T equals negative F net car on the bed dot delta T. Thus, the impulse has the same magnitude and the opposite direction. Remember, F net dot delta T is impulse. Let us get to this big activity. This is based on graph sketching and interpretation, but we are just going to interpret a given graph. Rollers ready? Pens ready? Right. The velocity versus time graph shows the motion of two objects, A and B, that are involved in a linear collision. The velocity versus time graph shows the motion of two objects, A and B, that are involved in a collision. Full stop. 
Let us draw the graph for this question. Let us draw the graph for this question. Are you ready? Listen attentively. Let us start. Draw a 10 centimeter long vertical double headed arrow. That is a line. Three centimeters from the margin. Draw a 10 centimeter long vertical line. A double headed arrow. Three centimeters from the margin. There you are. Mark the midpoint of this arrow. The midpoint is there. This midpoint is the zero point. Otherwise, write a zero next to the midpoint. Right? Starting from that point, draw a horizontal arrow to the right. Draw a horizontal arrow to the right. You have the horizontal arrow. Mark 10 points. Mark 10 points. Labeled 1, 2, 3, 4, up to 10. One centimeter apart on the horizontal arrow. One centimeter apart. So you do have the arrow labeled right. One, two, up to ten. Mark four points. Labeled one, two, three, and a four. Above and four points. Labeled negative one, negative two, negative three, negative four. Below the zero. That is below the origin. You have one, two, three, four. You do have negative one, negative two, negative three, negative four. That's right. Label the vertical axis. Velocity, open bracket, meters per second, close bracket. And the horizontal axis, time. Open bracket, lowercase s, small letter s, close bracket. That is time in seconds. Now the axis is okay. Right. From the point mark D4 on the vertical axis, touch 4 on the vertical axis, draw a 5 centimeter long straight line parallel to the time axis. A solid line. From the point marked four on the vertical axis, draw a five centimeter long straight line parallel to the time axis. That is a solid line, okay? Right. From the tip of the five centimeter long horizontal line, draw a three centimeter vertical line, the tip of which is a point five and one. From the tip of the five centimeter long horizontal line, draw a three centimeter vertical line the tip of which is a point five and one, right? From the tip of the vertical line, draw a five centimeter long horizontal line, 
the tip of which is a point 10 and 1, right? From a point marked negative 1 on the vertical axis, draw a 5 centimeter long dashed or dotted line parallel to the time axis. You touch your negative 1, you put your ruler there, then you go 5 centimeters to the right. Dashed line. Right? From the tip of the 5 centimeter long dashed line, draw a 4 centimeter vertical dashed line. The tip of which is a point 5 and 3. From the tip of the 5 centimeter long dashed line, draw a 4 centimeter vertical dashed line. The tip of which is a point 5 and 3. You have 5 and 3 there. Right. From the tip of this vertical dashed line, draw a 5 centimeter long horizontal line to the right. The tip of which is a point 10 and 3. You do have that one, right? Mark the solid line graph A and the dashed line B. You mark the solid dashed line A and the dashed line graph B. Note, at 5 seconds from 1 meters per second to 3 meters per second, the two graphs overlap, isn't it? We now have a graph. That's good. 7.1. 7.1, write down the law of conservation of linear momentum in words, two marks. Write down the law of conservation of linear momentum in words, two marks. Right. The response is, the total linear momentum of a closed or an isolated system remains constant or is conserved. 7.2, for five marks, show by means of an appropriate calculation that the ratio of the masses of the two objects, MA is to MB equals four is to three. Show by means of an appropriate calculation that the ratio of the masses of the two objects, MA is to MB equals four is to three. Five marks. Let us respond to this question. The total momentum is conserved right therefore delta pa equals delta equals negative delta pb list data as shown on the graph vai equals four meters per second vaf equals one meter per second vbi equals negative one meter per second vbi equals 3 meters per second. Write down MA open bracket VAF minus VAI close bracket equals negative MB open bracket VBF minus VBI close bracket. Therefore, let us remove and replace. Therefore, MA 
open bracket, 1 minus 4, close bracket, equals negative MB, open bracket, 3 minus, open bracket, negative 1, close bracket, close bracket. Therefore, MA, open bracket, negative 3, close bracket. MA, open bracket, negative 3, close bracket, equals negative MB, open bracket, 4, close bracket. Therefore, MA, open bracket, negative 3, close bracket, equals MB, open bracket, negative 4, close bracket. Therefore, MA divided by MB equals negative 4 divided by negative 3. Therefore, MA divided by MB equals 4 divided by 3. This implies that MA is 2 MB. Forget you know that a fraction is a ratio. A ratio is a fraction. MA is to MB equals 4 is to 3 as required. Or take this as homework. You will continue from here. You write MA VAI plus MB VBI equals MA VAF plus MBVBF. We are using the principle of conservation of linear momentum here. Then you do some substitutions until you arrive at your destination where you will find MB is to, I mean, MA is to MB equals 4 is to 3. Right. The last question here is 7.3. Uh, use a suitable calculation to prove that the collision between the two objects, A and B, is inelastic. Use a suitable calculation to prove that the collision between the two objects, A and B, is inelastic. Let us quickly respond to this question. Write down the formula for calculating kinetic energy. That is EK equals half mv squared. Right? Write down the sum of the initial kinetic energies. That is sigma EKI equals half MA VAI squared plus half MB VBI squared. equals half MA four squared plus half MB open bracket negative one close bracket squared equals eight MA plus half MB eight MA plus half MB equals eight open bracket four over three MB close bracket 8, you open bracket, 4 over 3 MB, close bracket, plus half MB, equals 
32 divided by 3 dot mb you open bracket you write 32 over 3 mb close bracket plus half mb which equals 67 over 3 mb the total kinetic energy after equals half ma vaf squared plus half mb vb f squared we have half ma one squared plus half mb three squared equals half ma plus nine over two mb half ma plus nine over two mb equals two over three mb plus 9 over 2 MB equals 31, 31 over 6 MB. Right? Therefore, the total initial kinetic energy is not equal to the total final kinetic energy. Hence, the collision is inelastic. Okay. And let us take this one for homework. Activity 8. A grade 12 physics learner throws a golf ball with a mass of 400 grams against a brick wall. A grade 12 physics learner throws a golf ball with a mass of 400 grams against a brick wall. The ball is moving horizontally to the right at 3 meters per second. The ball is moving horizontally to the right at 3 meters per second when it hits the wall. It rebounds horizontally to the left at 20 meters per second, as the diagram below illustrates. Just draw just a thick line to represent a wall, then a ball towards the wall and a ball away from the wall. The question is calculate the impulse of the net force on the ball during its collision with the wall. Calculate the impulse of the force on the ball during its collision with the wall. The last question is use the impulse linear momentum theorem to calculate the average net force that the wall exerts on the ball during the impact. Okay, in conclusion, I'm confident that as you have been listening to my presentation, a new horizon has unfolded and you will be well versed as far as the topic is concerned. You will be rewarded with concrete, indisputable evidence of excellent results. Be informed that we have not lost the race of success unless we stop our exam preparations. Glory be to God from whom blessings flow. Hallelujah. Amen. That was Capricorn FM Podcast.